Welcome to the Game Table, the Tri-State's one and only nerd culture podcast. From comic books to video games to movies to action figures and anime and board games and everything in between, we aim to be your one-stop shop for the news you care about. We watch everything and read everything and consume a steady stream of comic books so that you can be more informed with your entertainment dollar. Join me today in the old nerd line. We got Ben from Des Moines, so that means it's magic time. Hey, Ben, how you doing, buddy? Hello. Hello. So, uh, we were going to talk, I think it was like at the, let's see, do, 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 do. we talked in August and I think we were going to talk in October about Throne when it came out like that first week of Octo- October and we were like, oh, let's wait and see about the old banning announcement. So we haven't had a chance to talk about good old Throne of Eldraine, our new standard set. So have you been able to draft this a little bit? Oh, I have not drafted it, oddly. Uh, I did the a couple of sealed uh, okay. when the set came out. So I guess that kind of gives you an idea. I mean, drafting's a different game. Yeah, it's a different, it, it's a different animal, but still kind of same cat set and all that jazz. Yeah. Um, sealed is like drafting, except sometimes you're really disappointed. <laughs> sometimes you just sit there and go, oh, I got the wrong box because I picked the wrong box. Yeah, and you're like, my rare is a land. Yeah. I did it. Um, I think on the first, was it the first round or the second round where you picked the twins, the Royal Scions or whatever, which one, was that the sealed? Or? I think that was my first, that was my first sealed, and yeah, I pulled a, a the a full art Scions or whatever, and they're, they're decent, I mean, a three-drop Planeswalker is always a positive thing. Right, and we're going to talk it, about that. Unless it's not, but usually it is. Uh, as we were saying, uh, three-drop uh, Planeswalkers, we're going to talk about that later because it's messing things up. Um, but what do you think of the format? What do you think of the uh, mechanics, our food, our adamant, which is not new, but it's kind of old, um, and the double-draw do- double uh, triggers? Um, food is fine. Oko <laughs> is not. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, double draw is fine unless you're playing Esper or anything with Narset or Teferi. So really Azorius. Yeah. Uh, uh, plus black because the rats are handy. Uh, I was playing a, a standard, uh, I was trying to bring back Wilderness Rack. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's bring back the Rack. Mm-hmm. Woo! With, you know, like Expansion Explosion and Niv-Mizzet, but then throwing all the double draw stuff in there. Yeah. And then basically just a ton of draw spells, because, you know, well, yay, dr- cards. Um, as the command, sa- command zone says, uh, drawing cards, the best part of magic. Well, I mean, you know, it's at least a fun part of magic. It's there the best go. part, I don't know. Those dredge players will probably be like, uh, I'd rather dredge. Right, but that's that's something here or there. Yeah, but they're the creepy folks, right? Right. Um. The uh, yeah, the double draw is kind of cool, but when you have like the Narset uh, Teferi lockdown, you're I, I actually against that Esper player, he beat me in the first game. I boarded in a bunch of really good cards against him, but then he got the lockdown and was able to kill my uh, the Ceratop, yeah, the, uh, five four for four yeah. that does stuff and is pro blue, so Teferi can't bounce him, you know. Um, but he killed them all with Kaya's Raz because he, he he was pretty lucky getting them. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's fair. And then I just sat there and we never finished the second game, so he won one zero. The the win condition is we don't we don't play magic. We just sit there. He he kills the other person via age. Yeah. Um, my thing with he does a zero zero hit. You know, like hit damage. He just. You, you just die of old age or liver failure, you know, heart attack or something. Yeah, you just sitting there and go, I'm just going to waste away and just dust. And then you're like, okay, you win now. Yes, my bones were dust. My notice with food, especially uh, playing standard and playing um, sealed and limited, is food kind of gives you the game just go longer. You're like, oh, I, I'll be dead. He'll be dead in three turns. And then he starts um, grinding food and getting life. Yeah, and... And you're you like, can definitely prolong stuff if they're behind. They can it gives them time, a lot of time. Mm-hmm. If th- they're ahead, 
they take anything that you get as a response and turn it into an elk or turn <laughs> their own thing into an elk and yeah. switch it for a food or something, you know? We'll talk Oko and the Slayer of Standard, or Thief of Standard, here in a moment. Oh, gosh. I know. He's, he's leaking into modern. I know, know buddy. I'm just trying to... <laughs> uh, but um, food's pretty good. Um, the Double Draw, I've really enjoyed that deck. I think it's kind of fun to play because you're... It is fun. I do think with this set, you're... Some people have said it's... You're doing a whole lot of stuff, but not doing a lot of stuff. You know, you're making food, you're drawing two cards, and depending on your setup, you might not be doing a whole lot with the board state. But you're, at least you feel yeah. like you feel like you're doing stuff. You know, like, oh, I made some food. You know, I draw some cards. But you're not really, you know, chipping at totals or you're doing damage. Um, the You know, the double draw deck has the draw card, do three damage guy, which is great when you get him on the field. Oh, yeah, he's Mr. Lightning Bolt. Right, and it and, and that's fun. It's just that you know, once again, you, certain players have figured out see it, kill it. You know. Oh yeah, like it's it's a little rock paper scissory. It, well, mm-hmm. take it back. It's like rock paper oko. <laughs> I think we'll entitle this the this episode the rock paper oko. Uh, yeah. Um, the adamant has kind of worked out. The monocolor decks are kind of back. Um, I've a little, really, yeah. Um. My first draft on Arena, I drafted a blue-white. I don't know why I did white, but I, I still try to try white. But I did uh, Ginger Brute with All That Glitters. And so I have Unblockable and plus a bunch of artifacts. And that was kind of fun to play because, you're once again, you're doing a whole bunch of stuff. I've enjoyed the artifacts out of this one, like Four Leaf Clover. Um, the Ginger Brute's been fun. Yeah. Um, I, I played against it, yeah, a four-leaf clover adventure deck, and it, it did actually seem pretty fun. Yeah, I'm fairly certain I exploded him with explosion. So, oh, was that your? That was just my my deck. You know, Willers were actually good. You know? Yeah, I think I did. I had. I think I dropped a Niv Mizzet, uh, and then the next turn I exploded for like fifteen, so thirty. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But it was like on game three, so we got a game, you know. Murderous Rider is uh, pretty good when you can do it twice. Yeah, and that's... Or the, three times. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been playing a lot of four-leaf clover decks in, you know, various combinations with Selesnia and Jund and a few others, like in the um, uh, blue-white artifacts. And, you know, just trying to, you know, playing around with it. And, yeah, when you can trigger the, what is it, the merfolk that makes you discard four, uh, uh, mills you for four... Yeah, when you uh, mill some, <laughs> when you mill somebody for eight on the second turn, or sorry, third turn, uh, in a draft situation, you kind of feel bad, but then you're like, that's kind of funny too. Yeah, you should just mill yourself for eight and throw in some phoenixes. Yeah, well, we're we'll get there eventually. Um, but I've really enjoyed uh, Gruel Agro. It's been fun with Questing Beast and the Lion. Questing that... Beast is pretty dumb. <laughs> it but is dumb in a good way. Yeah. Well. It's dumb in a, I've got a whole lot of words on me, mm-hmm. and you can't chump block me. Yeah. And I also really mess up your plane blockers. Yeah. And then there's the... I mean, thank goodness it's legendary. Uh, I think so. It's been a while. I only have the one. No, it paper. is. I'm just saying thank goodness it is. Oh, yeah. Because if it wasn't, <laughs> the card would be dumb with like seven <laughs> U's. Um, but the there's the one one that lets you draw a card every time you cast an adventure creature, which is fun. Um, yeah, that makes that adventure deck work. Yeah, it does, and it's just I, I I mean, I don't think it's really advancing the meta much, but it's been kind of a fun set to play. I think. Yeah. Ex- besides Oko Thiever of Standard, um, it's yeah, been fun, yeah. and uh, Oko Elk Maker. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm still working on trying to get my knights decks, you know, to hum better. But they're still working on it. But there's something there's they're fun because once yeah. you you feel like you're doing stuff. Well, and I, knights have access to uh, a, a tri land right now, which is always pretty good. In the tournament, um, even if you're playing it as two color knights, it's not bad. Uh, tournament grounds, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go with yes. Yes, okay, I'm gonna go with that too. Um, yeah. Um, and they have some fun equipment with the, was it, there's a, the black red lance that equips cheaply for knights, so. 
Yeah, and it's, it's just a straight, like, plus two, plus two. And then you've got, of course, Embercleave, which is Ugh. apparently the the be-all, end-all equipment of doom. Well. Because it, it is flash. Yeah. And it gives them double strike. And that seems okay. <laughs> it seems okay. But. Yeah, well, and Tournament Grounds works on it, too, which is also, also decent. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the set itself, I think, has been pretty good. Do you think it's a slower set? Um, I used to think it was a slower set. The uh, the Oko ramp decks. Oh yeah, um, the one that's taken over standard with the goose. Yes. Uh, it's it's actually not a slow deck at all because you can see it turn to Oko. Pretty, <laughs> pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, yeah, we don't have good old Lanowar Elf anymore, but we do have the goose, which is really stinking good because it's it, almost uh bird of paradise it's 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 not a bird of paradise and it does do more stuff if i had to choose one i would pick bird of paradise mm-hmm. most of the time but the goose can also just manufacture food right which is not a bad thing and that's so you're like well i'm not going to use it for mana i'll make a food and maybe i'll gain life or switch a food you know or turn it into an elk with an oko or Right. I and mean, when you start cramming four ochres in every deck and pretty much four goose, geese, yeah. geese, 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 yeah, I'm going to go with uh, geese, even though I know it's geese. I know. Um, <laughs> in the deck, it's it's not a bad thing. I mean, Birds of Paradise was a good card. It's been printed like a lot, I don't know, six or seven times. There's a reason for that. It's because it's good. Um, so. Um, I I have enjoyed the whimsical nature of the set with the, you know, bacon to a pie, the goose. I think it's, you know, it's entertaining to look at the cards and stuff. You know, it's kind of fun yeah. to bake things into pie. Um, there's yeah, the boar draft, skewer. That is, that's a really good card in draft. Which one? Very nice. Uh, uh, bacon to a pie. It's yeah. a very, very good uh, removal spell in draft. Right. Well, I wouldn't. Because coming out of M20, which had the common murder, but you still didn't see them in draft very often, you never got passed around it. I always get excited when yeah. I see a, you know, turn to a pie or the, uh, shoot, is it Reaver's End, the one, one in a black, um, destroy target, uh, three or less creature or two or less creature? Reeve's Soul. Oh, yeah. It, um, it's something like that. I, yeah. I know it's starts with an r yep but i mean that's there's some decent removal floating around out there oh yeah yeah i mean i pretty much look at well i mean it's in in i know in sealed i i don't draft as much as i do sealed well i guess i don't draft very much then do i right Um, (laughs) it's okay but i mean you still go by oh i go with bread the uh Mm -hmm. um the bombs uh removal um evasion uh aggressive and and then dirt or cards that are bad and you probably shouldn't play them unless you really have to to finish out a they're, deck they're play up they're begrudgingly playables there are, some are not begrudgingly playable right. but i think like the d needs to be subdivided into dirt that's like well it's a four four for four like or five even you're like oh, that's okay and then there's like the Two five for five, and you're like, Ooh. yeah, yeah. That's that's not so great. Or one five for five, or something. Yeah, I I go for cabs, which is cards affects board state. You know, just does this do anything to the board state or not? That type of thing. And you know, baking to a pie will affect the board state. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. And it gets food, which can prolong the game as needed, or provide. Um, an engine for something else. You know, because there's a lot of stuff that feeds up the food, ironically. Yep. Or not, uh, ironically. My big thing now is we're now, you know, I've been drafting and playing cards for about a year now, and I've noticed that white is still kind of almost the um, the Melvin of the group, the just go sit in the corner because they haven't done too much. You know, um, there's the aviator tactician whatever the tap target creature adventure but beyond that that's about it for white i mean 
it's begrudgingly it's a best. giant slayer, which is okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it even functionally good, but yeah, white has kind of been ho hum. Yeah, I would agree with that. Fifi ho hum to fit the theme. Right. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm I like white. I'm a white black player by nature. You know, that's kind of my bread and butter. And um, you know, I've been kind of just bummed because you know, there's just not a lot going on there for them. Well, and they lost a bunch of really, really good cards. I mean, there's the, uh, I guess the Venerable Knight's pretty good. Uh, just any, you know, two power, uh, one CMC creature is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they they just rotated out the, uh, the bodyguard. Yep. Uh, which is another, and I would say, um, generally a better one because it's uh it's etb effect um isn't uh related to if you have knights you know i guess the other one's a death trigger but yeah for the venerable knight but and then you lost uh marshall you lost history of banalia you lost andanto vanguard you lost andanto is it sky marcher i believe yep, the flying which was a really good one drop Yep. Uh, again, it was a really good one drop because it had a late game effect that made it evasive, and early game is just an aggressive drop creature. So you lost all of these staples, uh, really powerful uh, white weenie staples, I would say, and that there's really nothing that's replaced them because you know Marshall was really important because it's a three drop lord. Yep. Uh, for everything. Yeah, I know, and so, you know. You know, we got a bunch of stray cats. We got a bunch of stuff that kind of just dances around what white should be doing good, but it doesn't do it as well. Yeah. And really, the only white you see is for Teferi right now. Yep. Um, and, like, Kaya's Wrath is still really good, you know, that sort of thing. Um, on, on Rena, there's still a plethora of life gain decks because of people just want to just milk that life game and do the... Um, yeah, giant primate, and then the uh, shoot the flying two three black. Um, I can see it. So the dread horde. Yeah, uh, basically gets a plus one plus one where you can't gain a life as well as well, but it's a flyer. Um, but I see a lot. Oh of, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I see a lot of life gain decks, but that's about it. Um, you know, I've I've I personally tried to force a white weenie deck or a Boris token deck. And I've had some success. That was pre-rotation and post-rotation. I haven't been able to figure out a good combo yet because it really isn't a lot of good token generators. That's reliable. Uh, unless you go green. You right. You go green-white. And then you get a really good token generator. Mm-hmm. Um, but the support around it's not there. Like, uh, I mean, yeah, it's a convocable... Right. Oh, well, March of the Multitudes. You know, it's convocable convocable making a bunch of one one life linkers. It's just and you still got Tristani Discord, which is is a lord, but it's not a you know, you can stack two lords or anything. Right. Um I know I thought about trying to make a green white token deck again. Mm-hmm. A lot of the parts are still there. Um you lost the uh uh, uh the Andanto the first fort. Yeah. Which is the, the vampire bad, but you've got the new one, the new land, which is not as good, I think. Correct. Uh, where you can you can crank out some tokens that way. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then I guess you just have to find a some sort of board pump to finish games. But I, I don't feel like it's as good. Yep. Um, well, I mean, let's see. I think our next set is in two months now. Theros is the next one coming out, so we'll have plenty of time to figure it out until then. When we get return back... Return to Theros yep. or something. I don't yep. know what it's going to be called. You are correct. Probably not Return to Theros. It is. It is? It's just called Return... It's not very creative. No, it's not very creative. But I, I was hoping for, like, Rise from Nyx or something. I thought that would have been cool. <laughs> we'll talk your predictions and everything else, and plus we'll talk about Oko, Steelerith, uh, Standard, when we get back in After these messages... We want to thank our sponsor, Radio Keokuk. Radio Keokuk is the home of 
Z93, the Rock on the River, and 1310KOKX, the Talk on the River. It's through their patronage and support that we can provide this show for you, and we'd like to thank them for everything that they do for us. Hey, that was a great movie. That trailer looks amazing. Man, I wish we had a local show that would talk about movies and comic books. And video games and everything we like. Well, there is. It's called The Game Table. Listen to us, Anthony and Doug, on every Saturday night from 9 to 10 p.m. on 1310 KOKX. Welcome back. So, all right, Ben, we can now talk band and stuff. Yay. All right, so here's kind of... Okay, well, here's the funny thing. Um, you know, I've only been back playing Magic, uh, you know, respectively for about a year. And I noticed someone, I can't remember if it was Channel Ball Fireball or whoever, uh, put out the fact that, like, from this last year, we've had, like, six or seven bannings. And then they go back and look at, like, the time frame from, like, 2012 to 2016. There were two bannings. So we're banning a lot of cards yeah. this year. Well, they're trying to keep the game balance there. You know? Right. It's, it's important to make it so you don't have 40% of the meta as one deck. Or 100. One deck with two variants or something like that. It's functionally the same deck. Correct. Um, so we go back to July 8th. That was our Bridge from Below for Modern was banned. Um, October 26th, that was our Hogak and our Faithless Looting Band. Uh, we, that Hogak we was the devil. <laughs> okay, would you trade Hogak for Oko? Uh, no. Okay, just checking. Uh, Hogak had to be gone. Oko is just really irritating and very good. We'll, we'll talk I, about I mean, we'll I'd get there. like to ban Oko, but I don't think Oko's going to get banned. Well... And then October 7th, they were like, no, we're not going to ban anything. We're going to watch. And everybody thought that was going to be the Field of the Dead ban. But then two weeks later, after one of the GPs, they banned the um, Oko. No, Oko. Field of the Dead. So that knocked out that yeah. one out. Because there were so many uh, YOLO Field of the Dead decks at, at that uh, um, what, Magic Fest or whatever. Yeah, it was either Magic Fest or GP. I can't remember which uh, time moves so fast now. I don't. I don't think they call them GPs anymore. Right. Whatever. Formerly a GP. The artist formerly <laughs> yes. known as GP. Um. So feel the yeah. It feel of the dead had to go. The one answer to field of the dead was the uh, which they unbanned. I think specifically for field of the dead was the rampaging Ferocidon. Yes. Then of course it rotated, and there's nothing keeping that thing in check. Yep. And, yeah, that was when it was, you know, the Sape Shift and the Scape Shift and the Golos was just taking over. And oh, yeah. I mean, there were so many of those decks. I, mean, I, I don't believe it. I, I'm fairly sure, sure it did not win. If I recall, I should have looked that up. But, um, you know, a bunch of them were on day two. And I know the, the conversion rate to day two wasn't as probably as high as I would have thought it would be with right. the Field of the Dead decks. but. I mean, unless they're going to reprint Price of Progress or something, which they're not going to do. Right. Which would be awesome. Monocolored back, baby. And, but the funny thing is, the second Field of the Dead went away, Oko went to 11. I mean, like, I think each individual yeah. card doubled in price, or at least added another $10 to its base cost. And yeah, Oko's are so expensive. And we're off to the races. And Oko is, you know, what was it, on gold MTG Goldfish. I mean, I think the only one that doesn't have Oko is the Jund um, Knight's deck or the Jund... Um, or Mardu. Uh, yeah, or Mardu. I can't remember which one's which. Yeah, there's, there's Mar- two. Mardu's the black, white, red. This was the green, I, green I, black I, adventure. There's a green... Oh, I think you're saying uh, Jund Knights. And I'm like, there's no Jund Knights, Sorry, I think, I fr- maybe. Sorry. Adventure, adventure. Lo siento, gotcha. my friend. Lo siento. Yeah, the the Avengers, the Avengers, the <laughs> Adventures deck doesn't need it, right? But everybody else, it was Bant, 
whatever or Simic whatever, and it's Oco. And yeah, um, I don't and, know if the Simic Flash deck, which is not a tier one deck, used Oco or not. I mean, it could. Right. Well, that's kind of what you do. Is you're like, I have Oco, and then I'll do other stuff. I guess. Well, yeah, it's uh, it's a lot like it's not as extreme as Smuggler's Copter because you know. Mm-hmm. But when they mm-hmm. banned Smuggler's Copter, it's because they printed it. Then almost every deck was like, I'm going to cram four Smuggler's Copters in it. I know thematically it makes no sense, which, I mean, who builds a theme deck anyway? Um, um, us special and I know creatures. That, what? It's us special, special creatures that do theme decks because, you know, we like themes. Well, yeah, but the thing is, Smuggler's Copter could have been crammed into a tribal deck of any kind. It True. literally could have been crammed anywhere. And I know Oko's not that crammed. But he's he's all over the place. Um, a lot of Oko's out there. Yeah, because he's uh, one, a green, and a blue. And is he a four loyalty starting, and then you pump him by two? Is that the deal? I, believe, I think he, only, he has two plus one abilities, yep. I believe. Um, one is he turns something into an elk. A 3-3 three, three elk. Yeah. And then he makes a food for his other plus one, and then his minus is a, I can't remember if it's a, I want to say it's a five or maybe a six. Yep, it's five or six. But it, it, uh, it switches a, um, a thing with another thing of the same type, I believe, or possibly an artifact, because I think you can switch creatures for food. Yep. And so you could just be like, you have a big awesome creature no you have food yep. eat the food well same thing with the elks i mean you're like haha i got my super awesome hydro of doom and you're like nah it's an elk yeah yeah you know i got i got my whatever eh, it's an elk now thanks for playing and it, it <laughs> makes me miss i don't know hexproof stuff yeah that's kind of which the, f- the dinosaur does do that pro blue thank goodness <laughs> you're like i got at least something here um, can't elk it. And my thing is, the memes based on Oko has been hilarious, because the hate has been almost palpable for Oko. He, he takes fun and makes things less fun. Exactly. And that's why where I found it this morning. I think it was on Gold, uh, not Goldfish, but uh, Channel Fireball. Someone had a meme up, and it had, you know, Oko, Thief of Standard, sitting there just plainly just doctored the card up and making fun of making elks. I know some people went as Halloween costumes as the 3-3 elk. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's, that's, that's a move. Yeah. <laughs> that's people could have gone as food tokens. Yep. Um, yeah. So the fun... The thing is, we got our next banning coming up here on November 21st, and it's after another major event, whether it's a GP or Magic Fest, whatever they call it these days. Yeah. Um... People are saying, okay, his time is up. I mean, it's... They are ridiculously hesitant to ban Planeswalker. Yes. Uh, because A, they're mythics. B, right now, I mean, his price is way up, and it would severely uh, dishearten a lot of people who currently have a set of them. Right. Who bought into the, the Ogro train. <laughs> um <laughs> I, and I, they haven't banned many planeswalkers. I know, uh, you know, um, evil Super Jace got banned forever ago. Yeah, a year or two ago. Um, I, I'm I'm not sure off the top of my head if any other planeswalkers have been banned. And let's be fair. I mean, when Big Teferi came out, I was like, ah, I hate you, Big Teferi. You're evil and I've warped the meta. And Honestly, I think it did, but oh, it did. with another set, it kind of, of course, then they came out with Little Teferi, and, and <laughs> I, I still don't like Little Teferi, or Big Teferi, for that matter. Right. Uh, Little Teferi actually can even affect the meta directly by himself, because he shuts down an entire, you know, like, I want to cast instant speed stuff. He shuts down the Wilderness Wreck. Yep. Uh, it decks pretty effectively. I mean, you you just can't cast stuff at instant speed. So you untap stuff with Willard's Wreck and don't do anything with it. Good yep. job. Thanks for playing. Um, I, Oko is, is really unpleasant, but I'm not sure if he's more unpleasant than Little Teferi. 
honestly. And a lot of people are mad at him, and there's they'll probably have something in the next set that corrects a little bit. Okay. For Oko. I, um, like, uh, I don't know, maybe they'll reprint uh, Hero's Downfall or something, or because um, that's not, I don't feel like that would be overly powered or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, or some other sort of planeswalker removal, or it's still adjusting to the point where we're going to have to find a way to remove Oko effectively, repeatedly, and consistently. Right. Which, again, will warp the meta. But depending on what the answers are, I, I, I don't like him, and I wouldn't be particularly sad if he if he got banned. I wouldn't I wouldn't cry myself to sleep that night. I promise. Um, the as you said, you know, they're not likely to ban him. But the question is, are they going to let this go on for two more months with basically the meta being dominated by sixty percent of the decks out there being with this one card and a variation of a theme? Yeah. Um, that's, I think, Wizards is big into, uh, well, okay, uh, because of Twitch, too, there's a couple of things that they look at when they're looking at bannings. Right. Um, they want to look at something that, they would look at something that really slows the game down or makes it boring to watch. Yes. Because they don't want people to be like, wow, magic. It's exciting. I'm going to turn it on and take a nap. <laughs> I like I like the sound of people shuffling and searching their libraries or something. Right. Yay. We'll we'll, we'll get to that uh, hopefully next week when we talk um, a new modern and pioneer. But yeah. Um. But yeah, slowing down the game. I mean, he doesn't. He makes the games longer. He does. He did definitely makes the games longer, and he does affect a board state. And he does kind of slow the game down. I mean, turning your big, awesome creature into an elk is like you get a questing beast, and you're like, I'm going to go kill that elk. Ah, yeah. I mean. Oh, all right. Or do you just. Ha- <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying. Elk wars. Yeah. Or do you just sit there with, you know, every deck now has to have a ginger brood or four so you can, you know, unblockable them and at least start pinging them down a little bit? I'll uh, just turn it into an elk. Yeah, that's true. Gosh, dang it. Yeah. He'll, he'll elk you, and then he'll block with his elks, and then it shall be elk wars. <laughs> Do you remember the Greek? I mean, somebody needs to start an elk hunting season in Magic mm-hmm. to send that population down. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't know what they're going to do with the standard. You know, with... I, you know. I don't know if there's anything bannable. I mean, Oko would be the closest, and if his you know, proliferation in the meta is really high... They may do it, um, especially if the domination deck sort of situation mm-hmm. where you've got, you know, the top. Okay, so even if it's 30 or 40% of the meta is blah, 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 Oko ramp mm-hmm. um, or of some kind or some variant or Oko Super Friends, which is similar. I mean, it's still Oko ramp plus other stuff like, you know, Green Nissa or right. whoever else. Um, and then, so if there's a 40% meta of that and you look at the conversion rate to day two or the top 10 or something like that with the, the next uh, formerly known as GP or whatever <laughs> big event, yeah. if that comes through and it's like, even I would say four or five of the top 10 decks are all... Oko food or more, which totally could, could be. be possible. Yeah. Um, then they might be like, okay, well, this is this is making it so people don't want to watch Magic too. Which is honestly, it's a big thing with the, the whole esports movement. Mm-hmm. They want people to be like, yay, this is exciting. Not yay, elk, and it's a mirror match, and they're just elking each other, and it is boring. Uh, let's see. Elks are not that exciting. I mean, they run. They got big pointy antlers sometimes. You know. All right. So right about n- it. Right now, we have three decks at the top of NT- MTG Goldfish. Right now, it's basically the same thing. It's Oko, Hydra Crisis, Nissa, Goose, um, and One okay. Spot Time. And then, but then, yeah, that card's really good too. Yeah. And then, then there's our Jund Adventures, our Gruel Aggro. There's the Golos. And uh, Ghost Fire, 
and yep and yep a couple variants and aristocrats and then there's a few more there's a few more coming in um so i mean would people just stop playing that deck and start going to other decks because they're like this is stupid no (laughs) people who play competitively play the best deck right that that (laughs) that they can play and that fits the style and the meta so i mean Obviously, you're going to see maybe uh, you might see a more aggressive deck sort of come out of the response to the meta if, say, there's uh, an aggressive combination that's especially good against an Oko deck. Um, But they're not going to just be like, ah, I'm not going to play Oko because he's not very fun for everybody. No, they're going to play the best deck they can. and I mean, if if you want to play even a little competitively, I'm not talking like any big events, but even a small event or something, and you're like, ah, I'm not going to play the best deck because I don't like it. Right. Um, and I'm not talking about what fits your style. I mean, obviously, you know, if you're a much better aggro player than you're a control player or a mid range player, you're going to play you're going to play an aggro deck. You know, probably. Right. Um, uh, but they're not just going to abandon Oko because they're like the. I don't like you, Oko. You're a jerk. Um, one of the things, you know, I listened to Limited Resources and a few other places, and someone wrote in, like, hey, I'm going to my first Magic Fest. What should I do? You know, preparation-type questions. And they're like, make should sure... play Oko? <laughs> no, this was, this was, this was pre-Field of, uh, Field of Dead banning, so this was, oh. like, this summer. Um, but the one thing he said is uh, they were recommending bring a deck that you want to play for eight hours a day for two days. Don't bring a deck. Yeah, you do, and if you don't like playing the deck, don't play the deck because you're gonna hate yourself in the morning. Basically, you're oh, just... yeah. so I don't know if that's enough to drive people away from Oko, and because the other question is, is is Oko hurting standard right now? And that's the big question. Well, you you made a good point earlier because you you weren't just saying Oko. I mean, you were initially were, were ragging on Oko, and he's a, a huge part of it, obviously, but right. Um, Goose is a part of it, and I, I'm not saying Goose is a broken card and needs to be gotten rid of. No, it's good, but it's not. I don't think it's broken. No. When you start putting Oko and Goose together, it gets better. And then you throw in Once Upon a Time, which is a ridiculously good card. It's an awesome card. I, I, I don't, I don't think it's broken, but it is. It is on the very good card end of things. Like it's, it's up there. Um, free spells are always good. <laughs> yes, everybody likes free um, stuff. And tutors or or search the top five cards or whatever are always good, mm-hmm. uh, especially when they're free. Right. I mean, green's really good right now with all this stuff in it. Green is very good. Green is very good. Uh, there's, I don't think there's really any mono green decks out there because you know, no. okay. Well, and also, uh, a green needs some help. Whether it needs a green, blue, or a green, black, you know, you need good removal one one way or the other or you need yeah. something you know you have good size beasts but you need the finishers yeah and i mean yeah green doesn't really doesn't really have removal other than the occasional fight spells and stuff right. and uh um they don't have a ton of card draw except for right now with the uh what is it the edgewall innkeeper or whatever his name is yep the adventure one yeah the adventure edge keeper or it yeah, we, we know what we're talking about. Yeah, we're, we're good. Um, yeah, and green does occasionally get stuff that lets them do some ridiculous card draw, uh, but it's all very creature-based. So right, and that's why Once Upon a Time... They're kind of susceptible to board wipes. Mm-hmm. And that's why Once Upon a Time is awesome, because you're like, oh, I can look at my, was it top four, top five cards? And yeah, go for... I think it's top four or five. Yeah, I can't remember. Cause... And then get a creature or a land, which is always good, too. Right, you're like, either I'm going to ramp or I'm going to get what I need. And then, well, you can keep a one lander if you have one of those in hand, and be like, "Okay, I'm fine. I'm going to get a second land, and then we're going to be okay." Yeah, and that's you know willing to be able to play through a bad hand. You know, it's kind of oh yeah, yeah. It it gives you the ability to power through those. If I was just playing without that card, I'd probably have to go down to six, Mm -hmm. or even probably have to go down to five, depending on the shuffle. Um, But if you have that and a land, you can make it work. 
or that and a goose and a land, you're, you're fine. Yeah, you're like, I got no worries. You know, it's kind of like the yeah, land of yeah. war elves. You're like, oh, I got one, but I got two land of war elves in my, you know, I'm, I'm good. I can, I can start this party going. Yeah, yeah. It gives you a lot more um, flexibility in what you can keep. What's a good hand to you? It gives you more options of good hand versus, ah, I got to put that back. I want to keep it because it's got many good cards in it, but if I don't hit a land on two turns, I'm, I'm dead. Yeah. I do think that green, as we were just saying, you know, with those four or five cards there, they're all rares and mythics, right? The goose uh, once. Uh, and yeah, Oko. goose is a rare, I believe, and obviously Oak is a mythic, and I shouldn't say obviously, because not all Planeswalkers right. are mythic. Right. Well, a three-drop Planeswalker bear darn be mythic. Well, I mean... Uh, back in the uh, park, there were some uncommon ones. Right, the, but those were, you know... They didn't have kick-ups. Yeah, they were basically, you know, three shots and you're done, or two shots and you're done, and with a, an enchantment feel to it. Yeah. Yeah, they they did feel like a, an enchantment that could do other things sometimes. For, like, deer and turn. But yeah. green, green's in a good place. Uh, like you said, I don't know if... I, if if I went by the internet hate, Oko had been banned a month ago. People hate Oko. And <sighs> uh, also the fact that he's a mythic, he really increases the... Because he's so expensive now, he increases the price to get into that deck. So a lot of people are like, well, I'd like to try that deck out, but it, you know, I'm not going to go spend, I don't know, what is it, 220 bucks or something 200 like. bucks on a set of Okos to go play a deck that I'm not even sure I'm going to like. And frankly, you know, with all the banning talk, people are like, I also don't want to spend $200 a deck that might get banned. Right. Luckily, some places will buy those back for you, but man, that's just... Not at that price. New. Once the price changes, you're just going to be like, oh, 10 bucks, you know. I mean, he's starting to sneak into modern, so that helps stabilize it a bit. But mm-hmm. Does it do anything in modern? Just lastly, before we're out of here, because I, I've not looked into if he does anything into modern or not. Because modern seems at a good place right now. There's a lot of, you know, the normal decks are there, but there seems a good variety. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure really what, like, I would call a top tier modern deck. I know Burn is usually around there in the top two tiers. Well, it's still Tron, um, and you know, those things are there still is. there. I think Tron has dropped off a bit. Um, but I don't know I where played modern. I played modern yesterday, and it seemed like there was quite a variety of things. Uh, I'm sure that there's a, a tippy top tier deck. The the Urza, um, Urza, Urza. Yeah, the Urza deck is is pretty good. Um, but I don't see Oko that, messing with that too much, or you know, getting into. No, it. I mean, I I wouldn't say right now. And I, like I said, he's just trickling in a little. And it's on kind of fringy stuff, but he's a three-drop, pretty effective planeswalker. So I would imagine that he would start trickling in a little more at some point. Ah, well, we'll have to wait in two weeks. Maybe we'll talk again in two weeks. So. Well, we should. All right. Thanks, Ben. Yep. Thank you. The Transformers will return after these messages. We want to thank our sponsor, Radio Keokuk. Radio Keokuk is the home of Z93, the Rock on the River, and 1310 KOKX, the Talk on the River. It's through their patronage and support that we can provide this show for you, and we'd like to thank them for everything that they do for us. Hey, that was a great movie. That trailer looks amazing. Man, I wish we had a local show that would talk about movies and comic books. And video games and everything we like. Well, there is. It's called The Game Table. Listen to us, Anthony and Doug, on every Saturday night from 9 to 10 p.m. on 
Uh, welcome back. Uh, before we get out of here today, we got some news and notes to talk about. And joining me today is Will. So hi, Will. Hi. All right, Will's on board here because um, once again, we're closing out the show and we need to, you know, wrap up about news. So next week, October, no, November. We're in November, Will. We're in November, Will. And November 9th up in Burlington is the Quad City Comic Con again. I believe it's at the Comfort Inn. We went last year. We saw some fun things. Um, last year, there was quite a few comic book vendors. Lots of 1990s. Looked like all my old comic books were sitting there. Um, well, just there weren't a lot of new stuff, but we found some stuff. Um, they had a co- kids cosplay, adult cosplay. There was a video game, Smash Brothers Tournament, going in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember what else we did. Uh, There's a dude dressed up as... He-Man. Oh, He-Man. He was selling all the comic books. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's next week. Uh, I believe it starts at 9. I think it goes till 5.30 or 6. Um, it'll be a good time to go up there uh, while we get up there. Every time mm-hmm. we go to Burlington, we go see the B-Town Comics and check out them. Um, there's plenty of good stuff to do. So that's coming up in October. Uh, sorry. Why do I keep saying October? November eight, no, November 9th. Um, also, this last week, I think it was on Monday. Monday. Monday, we had our last Star Wars trailer. We haven't had a chance to talk to Anthony about it yet. Um, everybody has their ideas. Mr. Will, did you have any thoughts on our Star Wars trailer? Not really. Not really? Do you know what's going on? No. I no, I don't really think any of us knows what it. I don't understand it either. I think it's a. I think they're just messing with us. Um, the one scene or one image that got a lot of attention for me was they had all the rebel starships. I thought mm-hmm. that was pretty darn cool because we had the Falcon and what else was there? Okay, there I was don't the remember. okay. There's the ghost, um, and there was a bunch of pre Clone Wars stuff going on in there. Um, I don't know what they're going to do to us on this thing. We got less than 100 days to the Star Wars movies. December 21st, I think. Uh, I know we'll be seeing it here in town probably, but it'll be a good time. Then we had our Mandalorian tra- trailer, um, and that came out also this week. It's Disney's dropping a lot of good stuff for us. Um, I think Mandalorian's going to be fun. That comes out November 12th. Anything mm-hmm. gets you excited about Mandalorian, sir? Not really. Not even IG. Ex- except some of the ships look cool. Oh yeah, not even the IG. Not it's not IG eighty eight, but it's the IG bot and not, not the, the little robot guy. Oh come on, he looks good. Um, it looks really good, and I do know it's costing a couple million dollars per episode. Um, so I can see where the money is going. Um, it's gonna be. I think that looks pretty darn good as well. Um. Uh, one of the, you know, once again, I'm, we've talked about this a long time on the show that I'm one of those guys that I don't buy anything new, but, uh, recently we got the AEA AE sports or AA pass so we could play AE sport games and we just happened to download star Wars battlefront two, which has been Will and I's new, you know, obsession. Um, besides looking good, what do you like about the game? There's a lot of different modes. There's mm-hmm. different ones where you c- there's one that's Ewok hunt where you ca- you get to survive the night for ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And I like that one too because your stormtroopers and all you have is a flashlight mm-hmm. on your blaster and it turns <gasps> off after I don't remember how long. There's other- there's another thing you- where you can pick stuff up and there's a machine gun with. A grenade. Oh, uh, and, and that one too? Okay. Uh, but then the Ewoks can see what's going on and they can attack you from the dark. It's a fun little... I think it's fun because you're like, the Ewoks can't win. And then you're like, oh, they're jumping out of the sky and beating you with sticks. Um, but that's been fun. Um, we've also enjoyed um, the hero stuff because you can play with all the different heroes. And I think, mm. no. In some Star Wars games, you don't get to play as the cool Darth Vader or the Emperor or Rey or Luke. You get stuck playing a random trooper. But this one lets you play as uh, all All the good guys guys or bad guys. Yeah. And uh, I know we've been playing that one a little bit more. And once again, it's a beautiful game. And we were playing the other night. We got to play a Naboo and the uh, Palace. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And jump all over her, you know, Nubian jet fighter, the one that's reflective. And I mean, you're standing over top of it as Vader and you can see a reflection on top of that. It's it's really fun. The only the only complaint I do have is the Xbox controls is not as good for the Starfighters because it's yeah. weird to me. It seems backwards. I need to figure that out. Uh, coming from a guy of PC gaming and playing X-Wing with a mouse and keyboard it kind of or a joystick, it makes me kind of sad. Uh, but for the most part, I mean, it's been worth our time. We've, mm-hmm. we've got a lot of entertainment out of uh, Battlefront 2. Mm-hmm. Anything else exciting about it? Uh, not really. Nah, nah, One yeah. thing. Oh. Um, you also are able to play in Heroes vs. Villains. You're able to play in all sorts of places. I've got to play in Jabba's. Oh, place. Jabba's? That's, I haven't seen that one yet. See, once again, they, they at least know who they're selling to by making you like, you know, it'd be great. Let's have a Jedi showdown in Jabba's palace or, you know, or, you know, wouldn't it be awesome if we can play in the Naboo Naboo palace where Qui-Gon got, you know, stabbed. Spoiler. Sorry, kids. But, you know, it's been a really fun game. Mm -hmm. Um, Then what do I have on my painting table right now? I need to finish who? You told me I had to finish them this weekend. Boshk. Yeah, I got to finish Boshk. And then I picked up the two uh, Tauntauns. I, we need to do those this yep. week. Sometime we're going to get more pictures up of us playing and painting here, hopefully there, folks. Um, once again, uh, if you're not following us on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, please do so because we like to share out there. I try to share out our uh, old shows like the ones with Ben so you can get caught up on what Ben thought about magic and the Hodak banning or various other things. Um, we're streaming on Spotify. For those of you that are on Spotify, you can find us there, Game Table Pod. It's uh, not too hard. A few of my students have found that. Hi, guys. Um, but for the most part, we're going to be out at our Comic-Cons and doing other things in the future. So say goodbye, Will. Goodbye. <laughs> Have a good week. Uh, should we do the listen to...